I believe that the first few times I heard about this, it was getting pushed. And I want to say it might have been due to the um, Disney acquisition of uh, Fox Studios, which I believe they got 20th Century Fox in that. And one of the reasons why this was pushed and probably one of the reasons why it was able to sneak in a few references at the end of it. But let's start from the beginning first. Uh, Free Guy. Basically, what would happen if Fortnite had more meaning to it? I mean, I'm not a huge Fortnite fan. I'm not a huge PUBG fan. I don't care for these sandbox-style Battle Royale games. But I do understand that the popularity of them kind of makes a movie like this worthwhile. Even though it's not necessarily directed towards any of those, it's kind of based on its own game that they've made for the universe. It is done in a way that shines a big light on that universe itself. And I appreciate it for that, even though I've never played a game. I appreciate the film for what it's done and what it was able to do when it comes to the interpretation of um, this video game style world. Uh, it's about the Ryan Reynolds character is an NPC or non-player character for anybody who doesn't know that term and free city is the name of the game and it's a a multiplayer uh, online uh, an MMO I believe the other M stands for massive massive multiplayer online game and it's about how he starts having his own free will in a way and he starts like becoming one of the players, but he's not played by anybody. And the programmers are trying to stop him, and he's trying to save the fictional city. And on the outside of it, there's the developers of the game who are trying to send the guy who owns the studio that published the game for fraud and blah blah blah. It's it, you know it has its very basic premises and whatnot, but its interpretation of the translation of the video game aspect to this sort of live-action format, to me, I find very enjoyable. With that being said, though, it does have its little moments where it does it is kind of, you know, a little bit... I don't want to say too much, or even not enough. It, it's weird to really think about, because I feel like because this was promoted for so long and got pushed so much... Like, I remember seeing the first trailer... I want to say December of 2020, maybe even earlier than that. Sometime in 2020, I remember seeing the first talks about this and the first little like trailers and whatnot. And then the actual film did come out for almost a year. That's a long time for a trailer to be out and to sit on. We just experienced that with Black Widow. We, we were experiencing that with uh, Morbius, but that's finally coming out. That's got its official release date. But like, I get that the pandemic had pushed a lot of production and whatnot, but I feel like a lot of this might have been pandemic-related, and the other part of it might have been the fact that Disney kind of acquired the rights to it. Because like, at the very end of it, they sneak in a little reference to there being playable user weapons like uh, Captain America's shield, and then his hand turns into a Hulk fist, and then they play the MCU um, uh, theme song, and it's and then there's a lightsaber battle, and then you have a cameo by somebody from Marvel. It's just it's funny to see that, 
but it's pushed so far at the end of the film that you know that it was just something that was added in later on after Disney acquired it and they were just like, okay, we have to put some kind of reference in this because we can, we can, we, we, we are, we're allowed to almost, you know what I mean? So it was nice to see them play a little bit like that and not get too, you know, touchy feely about trademarking and whatnot. But then again, they did own it at this point. And I guarantee you that wasn't part of it in the, in the original take of, of the film. And just just from the video game lover in me, I do like this film from start to beginning. It's a very, very good film. And it's a very good Ryan Reynolds film. I feel like he plays uh, the character well. I do feel like maybe it could have been anybody else and hit just as well. I'm not going to say that it didn't need Ryan Reynolds, but I'm going to say that it's not that big of a deal that it's him. You know, I feel like we're getting into that realm where it was almost like the Scarlett Johansson effect or the Chris Pratt effect. They just kept pulling them in for these films, these big budget films that they knew that this was the face to make you want to go watch it. But I'm going to tell you that I feel like that's a misinterpretation because most of the time people will go see a film for a good story, not necessarily who it is acting in it. Like, yeah, I love watching a Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, I love wa- I used to love watching, you know, films from the 90s that had really big actors in there. But, like, we're not there anymore. Like, you can make films with people that aren't even fully exposed to the vast majority of moviegoers because they haven't been given, quote-unquote, their big break almost. Like, Henry Cavill, I knew couple of films before Man of Steel came out that Henry Cavill was in, but none nobody would have ever recognized him until he was Superman. Then he was Superman, then he got The Witcher, then he was still, you know, Superman for like three or four more films. Now he's uh, Geralt of Rivia in the Witcher series on Netflix. Like, now everybody knows who Henry Cavill is, but he needed that one little push. So I feel like maybe a, a role like this could have been given to somebody else that could have done it just as well. And I'm not saying that anybody can replace Ryan Reynolds. I'm just saying that maybe this didn't have to be Ryan Reynolds. I do appreciate the vision of it with Ryan Reynolds, And it is a great film. I'm not going to say it's a poor film in any shape or form whatsoever. I enjoyed watching it back to front. I've actually seen it a couple of times since it was released. Now, I'm just saying that sometimes giving, like, somebody else a chance almost feels like it would be more worthwhile. Like when he was the voice of Pikachu in the Pokemon, the the, um, Detective Pikachu film, that wasn't necessary. Like, it's almost like Ryan Reynolds is starting to be everywhere. And I, the, the biggest problem is I don't want him to get played out. Like, I appreciate him as an actor, and I've appreciated all of his work, even before he sort of blew up. Like, Waiting, fantastic film. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's done so many good films, and he has a really good track record for those films. But now I don't want it to be too much. I don't want to have too much Ryan Reynolds to the point where we're, we're over him. You know, like, I still want more Deadpool. I'd rather him do more Deadpool than do something like Free Guy or Red Notice. And don't get me wrong, it's funny, it's it's fun films, they're fun, they're really good films. I plan on doing an entry for Red Notice, too. They're fun films, and Ryan Reynolds does great in those films. But it's almost starting to be too much, and I don't want to start feeling that way, where it's like, 
you know, oh, no, Ryan Reynolds in another film. Because I remember I started feeling that for, like, Scarlett Johansson and Jennifer Lawrence. And it's just like, you don't want them to be in too much. You want there to be a sweet spot almost. You know, like, I feel like there are actors that knew what that sweet spot was. And when you saw them pop up in a film, it was like, okay, this is great. I can't wait for this. You know, and then I don't want, I also don't want it to get to a point where Ryan Reynolds almost has to recreate himself. Like, that's what I feel like an actor like Kevin Hart's doing right now because he was doing nonstop comedies. Like, he had his comedy specials, he had his comedy films, you know, Central Intelligence, Jumanji, Ride Along. He had all these things that were comedy, comedy, comedy. Then he took a left turn, did Fatherhood. He's got True Story right now. All of these serious roles that he's playing, that he's kind of reinventing himself and letting people know that he's not just one note. And I almost want something like that for Ryan Reynolds at one point. But then again, if he does that, I also don't want him to feel that he has to step away from roles like this. He should be able to do a free guy. He should be able to do another Deadpool. But just giving somebody else a chance so that this left turn he might take at some point doesn't come too soon. Like, I want four more Deadpool movies, you know? And I know he does too. He's been wanting Deadpool since before Deadpool was even thought up. Like, we're, t- we're talking seven, eight years He's he was trying to get the first Deadpool made. Now he's got two of them, and now he's got Disney and Marvel Studios backing him up for the third one. Like, it's a perfect time for him to really capitalize on a character like that. I just... When it comes to the idea of having three or four movies a year come out with the same actor... I I almost just don't want it like that anymore. And I know I'm probably one of very few majority of people that think that way, but it's just my feelings. I just don't want to get too overdone with certain actors or certain personalities. Like, that's almost how I felt with... I'll use Kevin Hart as another example. I haven't really seen his last two or three specials because it almost seems like too much. It really does. It almost seems like too much. Like, it's too much of that of his personality like you can only take so much like what's the ventriloquist dude jeff dunham i love jeff dunham when he was doing 30 minute specials when he had his first two specials then he did 16 more specials you know like three christmas specials he had one that was just the the little terrorist doll he does it and it's almost like it's too much jeff dunham and i get it you're meant to throw out content so you make money so you can keep giving good content i get it I understand that there's the, there's the premise of making money when it comes to this, but there's also the premise that these things are going to get played out really quickly. Like, we're going to stop wanting to see Ryan Reynolds after a while because we did the same shit with Scarlett Johansson. We did the same shit with Chris Pratt. Remember Passengers? Passengers was supposed to be a fantastic film for, for somebody like Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, and it was a flop. Like, I didn't mind Passengers all so much, but... Yeah, it was not as big of a film as, say, him being in Guardians was, or him being in Jurassic World was, or him, like, Jennifer Lawrence, she had just come off of, you know, the um, the Red Sparrow film, and then she had done uh, the, the Hunger Games, obviously, but what was the other one? She did, like, a horror movie, Last House on the Left, I think it was called. And it was just, like, one movie after another, after another, after another, and you just don't want to be oversaturated with characters. Like, I'm telling you right now, I haven't seen a Jennifer Lawrence film in a couple of years, and I know there's one coming out on Netflix, and I'm super excited for it. Like, you want to see these actors not only do different things, but give us breaks. Like, 
Nicolas Cage was huge in the 90s. He was doing two movies a year. Now he's doing like four. And you don't see any of them unless you have one of the streaming service, streaming services it pops up on. I don't want people like Ryan Reynolds to end up like Nicolas Cage where they're just doing movies to do them to make some kind of money. Like your your catalog should be able to last you for, you know, a long period of time. In my eyes, at least. Maybe I just don't know how that form of the market works or maybe I just don't know what it's like to be a multi-million dollar actor and have these blockbuster films make, you know, nine figures and then you get cut this huge check. Like, I don't know these things. And maybe it's not as big of a check as I think it is, you know. But I just, I, I just want more for a guy like Ryan Reynolds, and I just want that these openings to be for other people. You know, I don't think this movie would have been bad or bad or any worse or any better with or without Ryan Reynolds. It's a great film, and Ryan Reynolds is great in it. But maybe it didn't have to be him. I, that that's just that's just a perspective to take on it. Like maybe it didn't have to be him. And it still would have been as good as it was.